This is an On the Ice and Behind the Benches podcast on the Sports for Beginners podcast feed. It's the Senators, it's the Maple Leafs, it's the Battle of Ontario. Coming up next. After a meal like that, you deserve a little dessert. The Toronto Maple Leafs and Ottawa Senators are played here on the On the Ice and Behind the Benches podcast. So grab a drink. You'll need one. It's the post-game show of the Battle of Ontario, and it happens right now in the On the Ice and Behind the Benches podcast studio. Here is your host, Thomas McGregor. Two meetings complete in the Battle of Ontario and on our special edition of Maple Leaf Post Game, we're doing round two once again, the Sens and the Maple Leaf. We are recapping it today on the Sports for Beginners podcast. Hello, everybody. Welcome into Maple Leafs Post Game, special Sports for Beginners podcast post game show i am your host scott mcgregor of the sports for beginners podcast thomas will be joining us shortly he is a maple leaf fan and the host of the on the ice and behind the benches podcast i of course will be with you after tonight's san jose sharks game against the pittsburgh penguins to bring you the recap of that game as well. So stay tuned if you're a Penguins fan for that. While we wait for Thomas here as we kick things off on our special edition of Peng- of a post-game show, I want to remind everybody that we are going to hear from Sheldon Keefe. We're going to hear from DJ Smith. We will hear from Brady Kachuk and Thomas Shabbat on our Ottawa side, and on Toronto's side, we are going to hear from a few Maple Leafs that were selected. We won't get to Drake Bafferson, but we will be hearing from Brady Kachuk and Thomas Shabbat. Brady Kachuk, by the way, is a brother to Matthew Kachuk, who plays as we who plays, as we all know, for the Florida Panthers. And he was in a matchup with the Penguins before the, sorry, after the Ottawa Senators battled the Pittsburgh Penguins in a home, in a, in a home and home series a little while back. To check out what I mean, please go to on our Sports for Beginners podcast please go to one of our home and home series recordings that we've done and has and is available right now 
wherever you get your podcast. That was a record. That was two recordings of last week on Thursday and Saturday. Speaking of Saturday, we're doing a Saturday post game show for the Ottawa Senators and the Toronto Maple Leafs. It's the Battle of Alberta as we recap. Sorry, the Battle of Ontario, not the Battle of Alberta. That is the Edmonton Oilers and the that is the Edmonton Oilers and the Calgary Flame Calgary Flames. The Battle of Ontario is what we're recording. And wow, th- this game was interesting in terms of the shots totals that we look at as I have my shared screen on here. So let's get right into the game summary here as we wait, as we continue to wait for Thomas to join us here. So this game, first of all, as we get into the game summary, was played at Scotiabank Arena in downtown Toronto, Ontario. And the referees were Steve Corriette, were Steve Corezzi and Trevor Hansen, Ryan Gippens, and Jesse McCreese. Warrior, warrior linesman for this game. And this game officially finaled in front of 18,727 fans. 18,727 fans in attendance. All right, time now for our game summary on Sports for Beginners. So we'll kick it off by going through the goals. And the first goal of the day began belonged to Thomas Shabbat. His eighth of the season at one minute and 32 seconds into the first period. Tim Stitua with a goal or sorry, with an assist on this, his 24th assist of the season. Eric Branson, fourth assist of the season for him. Austin Matthews is gone, but the Leafs are going to get one here in the second period. Sorry, in the first period. And send this to a tie at Leafs 1, Senators 1. At 7.15, Joey Anderson, second goal of the season for him. Alexander Kerfoot on the assist, his 16th of of the season. Also, Justin Hall, eighth assist of the season for him there. And just like that, it's Maple Leafs 1, Senators 1, after 20 minutes. To the second period we go. And very quickly... 23 seconds in, Brady Kachuk scores his 18th goal of the season. 23 seconds into the second period, and we have a and we have Ottawa back in the lead by a score of Senators two, Leafs one. Travis Hermock, Hermanick is your Hermanick is your or has a has his fifth assist of the season on that. Tim Stitula, 25th assist of the season for him. But then hold on. Here comes William Nylander. William Nylander. 244 in the first period. 
sorry, in the second period, scores his 27th goal of the season. William Nylander, 27th goal of the season. John Tavares, 28th goal of the season for John Tavares. And Mitch Marner, sorry, 20, John, John Tavares, 28th assist of the season, not 28th goal of the season, 28th assist of the season. Mitch Marner, Mr. Perfect, picture perfect Bobby Orr moment in one of their last games before this. That was against the Rangers. Unfortunately, not the case tonight. I should say Friday night because that's when this game went down. But he gets his 40th assist of the season on the power on a blue on a Toronto Maple Leafs power play goal, and we are tied again at two apiece. Maple Leafs two, Senators two. Nine. 57, Derek Brassard, power play goal for the for the Senators. His seventh goal of the season. Claude Giroux, 27th assist of the season. Jake Sanderson, 17th assist of the season for him. Oh, remember Drake, remember Drake Bafferson? If you've been listening to our Penguins coverage, well. He's, he's in on the score sheet here. He gets one. And just like that, Ottawa's ahead by. And just like that, Ottawa is ahead by a score of 4-2 to two after 40 minutes. Ottawa 4, Maple Leafs 2, Drake Bafferson, 15th goal of the season at 16-37. Shane Pinto, 8th assist of the season. For him, at 16.37, 9.57 is when Derek Brassard put Ottawa back in the lead by a score of 3-2 to two in favor of Ottawa. To the third period we go. And it's Brady Kachuk. Well, he scored early in the second period. 20, 23 seconds in, he gets his second goal of the season. Sorry, second goal of the day. Of the night, excuse me. At 3.31 in the third period. No assists on this one, but it's his 19th goal of the season. Second of the night for him. Claude Giroux. Into, getting into the mix. Getting into the mix for his first and only goal of the season. Sorry, and only, sorry, not only goal of the season. Only goal of the night at 14. 53, 17th goal of the season for the former flyer, Claude Giroux, as a member of the as a member of the Ottawa Senators. And that was game set match. Ottawa, six to two winners over the over the Leafs in this round of the Battle of Ontario. You just never know with the Battle of Ontario. You just never know what's going to go down. You just never know, right? The next time these two teams will battle as we go getting into our penalty summary in moments. The next time these two teams will battle will be in Ottawa 
Actually, the next two times they battle will be in Ottawa, starting on March 18th at 7 p.m. in Ottawa, and then April 1st, 7 p.m. in Ottawa. The Battle of Ontario moves to Ottawa after back-to-back -back games in Toronto. Saw the Maple Leafs win 3-1 to back in October. And then the Senators won last night in round, in round two, 6-2, as we're recording this podcast for. This is our special Battle of Alberta, second edition. Actually, first edition if we're doing it this way. But regardless, we continue here on the Sports for Beginners podcast. Brady Kachuk getting a penalty. So you know how he scored 23 seconds in? He got a penalty 37 seconds into the first period for roughing. Michael Bunting also going for roughing as well. And Pontus Holmberg went 7.33 to go in the first period for the in the first period for the Maple Leafs. He went for a four-minute major high-sticking call at seven minutes and 33 seconds. 11 minutes and 16 seconds in. Brady Kachuk serves a too-many-men on the ice penalty to Ottawa. To the second period we go. Nikita Zizet. Nikita Zaitsev, a former Leaf, going for tripping at 1 minute and 30, sec and 30 seconds in. Pontus Holmberg, 8.26, he goes for tripping. Michael Bunting, he's going to the box for boarding at 11.37. 17.30, Tim Stitula for tripping as well. And then Rasmus Dali. Rasmus Sand Sandin, excuse me, I almost said Dalin. He goes at 10.45 in the third period. And that will be all she wrote from the game. The game stats coming up. But first, before we get to that, and we and in our middle segment of this show, we will do the three stars. But in the but in the opening segment, as we wrap up with the game stats, the winning goaltender is Anton Forsberg, nine, who is nine ten and two with the win. Ilya Samsonov, because due to pregame, Matt Murray, who was supposed to be the netminder tonight, or in this game today, he did not play in this game. He was injured pregame, so it was Ilya Samsonov who is going to get the loss. He's now 16-5-2 on the season. The game-winning goal goes to Derek Broussard. Three stars still to come in the middle segment on our special edition of Ottawa versus Toronto. We're hoping to see Thomas join us eventually. For that, hopefully, 
But let's wrap up here the opening segment with our game stats. So, Ottawa had 15 of Toronto's shots blocked. Toronto blocked seven of Ottawa's shots. They took away the puck from Ottawa seven times. They took they gave it away 17 times. Five takeaways for Ottawa, 15 giveaways there for Ottawa. Ottawa spent eight minutes in the box. Toronto's spending 12 minutes in the box. In the penalty box. To account for five opportunities on the power play, Ottawa connects on one of them. And Toronto accounting on three tries on the power play. They grab at least one of the out of those three chances. Toronto had 33 shots, Ottawa 34, all shots on goal. Each team had 22 hits each. Ottawa won 33 faceoffs, and Toronto won 22 of those faceoffs as well. All right, well. Our three stars are coming up in the middle segment. Plus, game pucks of the game. Dominant goalie performance presented to us from our host, Thomas McGregor. We will have that coming for you as well. As well as the shake of the game. And we will have for you, yes, we will have for you coming up. The game pucks of the game. And we're going to hear from Ottawa and Toronto. Pit players and coaches. All still ahead on the special edition of the Battle Ontario Post Game Show. The Battle of Ontario Post Game Show. Toronto Maple Leafs Post Game. Continues in a moment. We're back right after this with the shake of the game following the three stars, the dominant goalie performance of the day, the game pucks of the game, post-game reaction from DJ Smith of the Ottawa Senators head coach, and Toronto Maple Leafs head coach, Sheldon Keith, as well as players Brady Kachuk and Thomas Shabbat. Thomas Shabbat, Brady Kachuk, DJ Smith on Ottawa's side, on the way in moments. And we'll see what Thomas has for us after Sheldon Keith, who is the, yes, Sheldon Keith is the Toronto Maple Leafs head coach. We'll hear from him. We'll hear from DJ Smith. 
We will hear from Brady Kachuk and Thomas Shabbat. All coming up when we continue in a couple of minutes. Back after this quick word and an introduction to kick us off into the middle segment. This is the Battle of Ontario on Sports for Beginners, the podcast post-game show. And we continue right after this. A popcorn with you? Of course not. It's the post-game show. It's time to continue the Battle of Ontario, but we will do that shortly after a quick commercial break. It's the On the Ice and Behind the Benches Battle of Ontario post-game show, and we continue in just a moment. See you in a moment, Leafs and Senators fans. Take another look with Gerda Felix and Melanie Tadio Malo, two powerful women of diverse backgrounds having genuine, unique, and uncomfortable conversations that everyone needs to have. Join Melanie and Gerda for conversations about what is missing from human connections. San Jose Sharks come to PPG Paints Arena, Pittsburgh Penguins, who are just coming off a loss between the Washington Capitals and Alexander Ovechkin. However, the Sharks are hoping to make a bounce back, just like Cindy Crosby and the Pittsburgh Penguins in home ice on San Jose tonight after falling to Martin Yukis and the Carolina Hurricanes on the road in Carolina. Washington Capitals. Another team is hoping to bounce back from four straight losses to the Blue Jackets, the Bruins, the Red Wings, and the Carolina Hurricanes. One by the end of the night will be in the win column. 
but will it be the Sharks after four-game losing to the Blue Jackets, Bruins, Red Wings, and Hurricanes? Or will the Penguins be back in the win column after a overtime loss to the Washington Capitals? It's the Penguins versus the San Jose Sharks. Live from PPG Paints Arena. Coming up tonight. Listen live on the Penguins Radio Network 10590X or wherever you get the San Jose Sharks TV or Pittsburgh Penguins content. And remember that you can always find your games using the NHL Game Center Live app just by downloading it from the Apple Store or the Play Store in the Google Play Store. And always remember that you can also find your game at sportsnet.ca slash hockey. Have a great game, San Jose Sharks and Penguins fans. Penguins Sharks tonight. And don't forget to join the Sports for Beginners host for the Penguins post-game show after the game on Sports for Beginners. Are you looking for excellent sports content from media and fan perspectives alike? Check out All Over the Map with me, Ali Musa, where we discuss anything and everything in the world of sports media and beyond. We will even feature non-sports broadcasters. Subscribe wherever you get your podcasts. To learn more, please visit HTTP colon slash slash alitechgroup.wordpress.com The puck has dropped and now it's time to continue the post-game show with the Battle of Ontario on the On the Ice and Behind the Benches podcast. Now back into the studios of the Sports for Beginners and On the Ice and Mind the Benches podcast to continue the Ottawa Senators and Toronto Maple Leafs post-game show. Let's get loud, Leafs Nation and Sens Nation. Back to the studio right now. 
It's time for the three stars of tonight's contest. Once again, back to the Sports for Beginners studio with your host, Scott McGregor. And welcome back into our Sports for Beginners podcast studio. We're joined right now in the studio by recording from his side of the On the Ice and Behind the Benches podcast. We are joined in studio by the host of the On the Ace and Behind the Benches podcast, Thomas McGregor. The shake of the game and the game pucks of the game, as well as our very own, yes, our very own, as you heard me say, our very own doorbell to the dominant goalie performance of the game. Because we have Thomas on here, will be brought to us by Thomas. But it is time for the three stars of the game. And before we hear from players and we hear from and we hear from the coaches, we will do the three stars, and then Thomas will take the floor with our dominant goalie performance of the game segment, part of this segment. So, ladies and gentlemen, the three stars of this game are with 22 minutes. Sorry, 20 minutes. Sorry, 16 minutes and 26 seconds. Your first, your third star is number 28. The, the, the third star of the game is number 28 the former floor the former philadelphia flyer claude drew with one goal one assist and no plus minus your second star of the game number 18 of the ottawa senators two assists no goals plus three on the ice for 20 minutes and 23 seconds 20 minutes 20 minutes and 23 seconds total ice time and on the ice for 18 minutes, 18 minutes and 19 seconds. Your first star of the game, number seven, the captain of the Ottawa Senators with two goals, plus two, and no assists in the game. It is Brady Kachuk. Just to catch everybody up to speed, especially if you're joining us now. On, on the ice and behind the benches, we welcome you. We did our game stats. We've done the game summary. And a quick reminder that Anton Forsberg is the winning goaltender. His, his record now, as we sit here, is 9-10-2. Ilya Samsonov, the guy who came in for Matt Murray, is now 16-5-2 with the loss. And Derek Brassard gets the GWG for the Ottawa Senators. All right, Thomas, as we run, as we get going here, and we continue to run here, I'm going to let you throw, I'm going to let you throw off a doorbell, and then you will kick us off with and then you will kick us off at 
with your Dominic goalie performance, I will follow. And we will from there hear from the one, the only DJ Smith, head coach of the Ottawa Senators. So Thomas, hit us with a hit us with your hit us with your doorbell to the dominant goalie performance. It's time for tonight's dominant goalie performance. Find out who that is on the On the Ice and Behind the Benches podcast as we continue. All right, everybody, it's time for the dominant goalie performance of the game between the Ottawa Senators and the Toronto Maple Leafs. Leafs Nation, it was a good game, a bad one for the Leafs. As our winning streak gets halted, By the Ottawa Senators, but all around good game. And the winning goaltender, as you know, is Anton Frostberg. The losing goaltender is both Matt Murray and Ilya Samsonov, which brings us to who was more dominant. And for me, tonight's dominant goalie performance goes to tonight's dominant goalie performance goes to Anton Frostberg. who saved 31 shots on the ice for the full 60 minutes in terms of ice time. And out of those 31 saves, only two of the 33 shots by the Leafs were goals but I want to give Ilya Samsonov some credit as well coming in for an injured Matt Murray is tough to do in fact when we hear from Ilya Samsonov, because he was a part of tonight's uh, post-game reactions, when we hear from him, we'll hear that there's a question going around that says, you know, when did you know you were going to be the starter at the Ottawa Senators and Leafs game here in Toronto? He saves 28 
of the 34 shots he faced. Hey, look at that. Austin Matthews' number is how many shots he took. Yeah, and Claude Rue's number is the saves he made. Well, look at that. <laughs> Out of those 34 shots, only six of them were goals, and the rest were saves. Speaking of saved, his save percentage tonight went from where it was during the Rangers game to 824% in terms of save percentage. That is the dominant goalie performance for the on the ice and behind the benches. Now, before we continue our show, here is Scott with his dominant goalie performance. And then after another quick drop, we will hear from DJ Smith, the head coach of the Ottawa Senators. All right, everybody. So dominant goalie performance for me, I'm going to give it as a pick-me-up to Ilya Samsonov because, again, as Thomas mentioned, Coming into the game, when you when you when your starting goaltender like Matt Murray gets hurt pregame, pregame, and then you gotta, and then it's like you gotta warm up quickly. It's a big role for Ilya Samsonov to step into. So as mentioned, he gives up six goals, twenty eight saves on thirty four. Uh, on 34 shots, a save percentage of 0.824 and 60 minutes played. He's my dominant goalie performance of the game. I feel like he played well enough to deserve it despite losing the game. Shake of the game coming up after a quick drop and the game pucks of the game also still to come on this segment. But first, it's time to hear from the head coaches. So, as I unshare the screen for the moment, here is your head coach of the Ottawa Senators, Mr. DJ Smith. And before you do that, Scott, here is the quick drop. To close out the dominant goalie performance. All right. That was tonight's dominant goalie performance. For more on tonight's dominant goalie performance, visit the links provided in the description below. Now back into the on the ice and behind the benches postgame show for more in the postgame show. And that doorbell comes out. And that doorbell comes out. Let's hear from head coach of the Ottawa Senators. And just one thing here the doorbell that you just heard comes from Thomas's podcast. 
on the ice and behind the benches. So we thank him for that. And with that, let's now send it over to DJ Smith. We will also be hearing, by the way, from Brady Kachuk and Thomas Shabbat. We will not hear from Drake Bafferson, but if we do intend to hear from him, then I hope you enjoy. But we will talk to you after Thomas Shabbat. Here is DJ Smith post game. Lots of high marks to give out after a game like tonight, coach. Yeah, I just uh, thought we played with a lot of confidence um, that we did against the Islanders and it carried over tonight. Um, just made more plays, carried the puck. You know, just a lot of good efforts. Really helps too when your key players contribute. Yeah, for sure. Uh, you know, <laughs> all the way down the lineup. And obviously, Drake's looks like he's finding his groove here. Uh, he was dangerous every shift. Um, you know, and that's what we need. What you this morning about you know needing a run here in the second half? Um, a win like this, what can it do for your group? Well, it's anytime you beat a, a top end team. Um, you, you build confidence, but um, for us, we just want to be consistent and, and, and play well um, and, and not worry about the standings. Just do what we do. I think you got caught up in that and, and the hoopla. Um, for us, just just play the right way. You know, have some fun, win some hockey games, and see what happens. Don't you talk about your, your speed to, to exploit their defense? Is that what happens when your guys have the green? Well, yeah, we, we've certainly played faster. Um, the last couple of games, we, we hadn't played very well. I thought we played fast against the Islanders. I thought we played fast tonight, but we held on to the puck. We didn't give it away as much. And, uh, you know, and then we got the lead. We, we checked pretty hard. Did you play your goaltender tonight? Forzy was great. Um, you know, it's, uh, he's very capable of getting on a run and, and being good, and he was good when we needed him. But you talk lots about uh, the need to get more even strength goals, get five of them here tonight. Uh, is that just staying true to the process? Well, we're creating, like I said, I think before the game, we were creating at 14th highest in the league, but but dead last conversion. I, you know, eventually, there's some are going to go in. And, you know, you just keep wondering, what, you know, when, and, and tonight someone in. I think you'll describe this one as a total team effort here tonight. Everyone elevated tonight. You know, those are other games that uh, a lot of motion, a lot of energy, and I think our guys uh, played a you know, hell of a game. Coach said you it looked like you, everybody just played with a lot of confidence. Yeah, no, we're um, starting to become that confident bunch that uh, – we face a lot of adversity this year, and, and uh, yeah, and I feel like we're just um, trying in the right direction. Where uh, we look at ourselves in the air and, and uh, you know, talk about how bad we want it. So you see guys that are uh, are uh, definitely elevating the game. It's not like you guys are going to have to go on a run. What does a win like this do against the, one of the top teams in the league? Ah, man, it's huge for us. It's um, you know, to have that confidence to be able to. You know, this is a you know, top team in the last bunch of years, so um, for us to be able to kind of play our game and, and play a full sixty minutes, it's some. Uh, something to build on and something that we want to continue to get better at. Always a little bit more fun when uh, you beat Toronto. Oh, yeah. It's uh, rather games love And you've got one coming up tomorrow as well, and uh, it appear that there will be a loss of energy after a game like this. Yeah, I'm definitely going to get a good night's sleep tonight, but, uh, you know, like you said, it's another rivalry one tomorrow. So um, we got to be at our best, and, and uh, of course, we, we expect uh, ourselves to, you know, recover and get back at it, and then... Uh, not step. Is there anything that you're noticing about the team's last six periods in terms of style of play? Is it simpler or is it more aggressive or a combination of a bunch of things? I think it's fast. I think we're playing fast in all aspects of our game. It's uh, um, you know D zone transitioning into the offensive zone. It's um, 
or find that extra pace that I felt like we missed for you know a little bit. So um, I wanted to refocus on that for you know the last uh, couple of days. And um, yeah, you see we're uh, um, you know doing it well, but we uh, can always get better too. What time is this one here tonight? It's a lot of fun. I mean, those games are obviously against the Leafs. It's always uh, easy to get out for, and that's a uh, great atmosphere in the building every time. So, no, you know what? We played uh, uh, a full 60. We played the way we wanted to play, and, and I think we we obviously had success, and it was a great team. Effectively, are you noticing a, a jump in confidence or a boost in confidence from your team play? Yeah, we definitely uh, switched some things up and trying to obviously hold the puck a bit longer. I think you get, everybody kind of notices. Um, and I think we're doing a good job at that. I mean, we got enough uh, talent on the back end and up front to, to hold on to it and make plays and, and not necessarily um, get rid of it. And I think we did a good job tonight. And uh, obviously, we uh, found some plays off the rush and, and we buried on our chances. So it's great to see that. A little while since you scored, do you remember how to celebrate? Uh, no, I'm not a big uh, celebration guy, but I mean, it's no, obviously, it's always fun to uh, find, find the back of the net. Obviously. What was, what was the difference? I mean, sorry, you, you guys have to be on a run here, obviously. I mean, fans are no, don't lie. What, what does a win like this do for the group, especially a national audience, this building? No, it's great. I mean, like I said, it's always uh, big games against the Leafs, the uh, Ontario games, but. Um, you know what? I think it's just good for the entire group. I mean, obviously we uh, we've had some games that we could have won that we didn't didn't win, or we couldn't score five on five or whatever. So I think we got all that tonight, and uh, obviously it's it's great tonight, and you gotta enjoy it. But um, we get another one tomorrow. Well, it's just forty three games in the season for you. Already past your season total from last year. How do you incorporate more offense into your game this season? Um, I mean, obviously, like I said, I think we uh, we got a lot of uh, a lot of skills up front, and obviously as a guy. Uh, that likes to get in the play and get in the defensive zone and, and make plays. Obviously, that helps a lot, and the guys are, are starting to use the Ds a lot more off the rush, and um, I think we're doing a good job at that, so hopefully we keep it uh, keep it rolling. What can you say about the play of your goaltender here tonight? I mean, it's amazing every time. It's 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 uh, made some saves to keep us in the game, and, um, you know, I'd be, he's, he's playing great every time he's in front of the net. Both goalies have been... Um, have been good for us this year. They've kept us in, in some games. And obviously, um, I mean, a lot of people like talking about the nights that doesn't go their way, but I mean, it's it's like that for everybody. And and to see uh, to see the way they've kind of carried us uh, all year and, and the way they've been playing, I mean, it's, it makes a big difference, keeps us in every game and gives us a chance to win every single night. Are we able to check off? All right, so there we go. Those are Shabbat, Brady Kachuk, and DJ Smith. If you want to hear Drake Bafferson, please go to a link that will be provided in the show notes and also sent to On the Ice and Behind the Benches when we bring that to you. So if you're on the ice, so if you're an On the Ice and Behind the Benches podcast listener, please note before we continue here as I bring up the Shake of the Game introduction, please note that the That the way you may approach it when you see it as you listen to it audio-wise may not have the podcast that you want to listen to, but that's okay, you know, because even if it doesn't have it, it's still going to have a team that you want. So with that, before we get to hearing from Toronto, 
let's do the shake of the game. After this quick drop, Thomas and I will join us or will join you back again to bring you the shake of the game. We'll bring it to you courtesy of Thomas after this quick drop. The shake of the game is inspired by number 59 of your Pittsburgh Penguins, Jake Gensel and his Milkshake Factory ad. Remember, Pittsburgh Penguins fans, whenever Jake scores, despite the outcome of the hockey game, you receive half of Jake the Shake at the Milkshake Factory at your local Pittsburgh Penguins Milkshake Factory dealer the day after the game. Just mention this offer at checkout and keep your eyes on the puck during every Penguins game because when Jake scores, next day, you receive half off Jake the Shake at the Milkshake Factory. Now, back to the Sports for Beginners podcast studio. Here is your host, Scott McGregor. And with that, I'll turn it over to Thomas as we bring you back into our Sports for Beginners podcast studio for Thomas's recipient, first from Toronto and then from Ottawa, for the shake of the game after the 6-2 Toronto loss to Ottawa. Thomas, who's getting the rubber today? So for me, guys, who gets the rubber? Who gets the rubber? I'm going to start with the Toronto Maple Leafs here, and I'll give credit to who I believe could have been a part of the three stars. Let's give credit to William Nylander. If this went in Maple Leafs' favor, I'm going to give it to William Nylander, who had one goal. He was minus three, but he built on that with three shots on goal. Had a total ice time of 15 minutes and 29 seconds. He hit the Senators twice. He gave the puck away once, but that was all that you could have on William Nylander. I still think, though, had things went the way the Maple Leafs wanted and we were now on a three-game winning streak, I still think he deserves to be a star of the game because let's not forget, when you put William Nylander, pure angball, Michael Bunting, Joey Anderson, and Pontus Hollenberg together when Austin is not in. If all goes according to plan, the Maple Leafs win. Now, that's not predictions. That's not bold predictions and that's not saying that I'm right because I'm not the head coach 
and it's whatever Sheldon Keefe wants. Before I reveal who my shake of the game for the Ottawa Senators is going to, why don't we actually hear from Sheldon Keefe and then we'll get Scott's Maple Leaf shake of the game and I'll do my Ottawa Senators shake of the game. Then he'll do his Ottawa Senators shake of the game. Why don't we actually hear from Sheldon Keefe while we're talking about shakes of the game? But before we do that, a quick reminder, the scratches for this game, Jacob Larson, Mark Kistelik, and Cam Talbot out for the Senators. They did not play. And out for the Maple Leafs. They were. The scratches were Wayne Simmons, Jordy Ben, and Austin Matthews. Now, keep in mind, Leaf fans, Matthews will be out for, for a total of six games, including this game that we are recapping right now. So, you won't see him probably until after the All-Star break and when the Montreal Canadiens come to town in Toronto. That being said, we are recording this podcast from our home studios in Mississauga, Ontario. I'm in, I am in Mississauga, Ontario, and so is Thomas. We're both recording from Mississauga, Ontario. And the game happened in Toronto, Ontario, which isn't too far from Mississauga. But with that being said, as I unshare the screen, let's hear from your head coach of the Toronto Maple Leafs. Here is Sheldon Keefe, post-game, after the game. Sheldon? Yeah, I have the floor. He's been dealing with something that flared up on him tonight, so he wasn't available to play. He's been dealing with something that flared up on him tonight, so he wasn't available to play. Injury? Yeah. Uh, I played a great first period, a really good first period. I missed, missed uh, I think the story of the game is missed opportunities. Lots of chances to score more than we did in the first period. Didn't uh, make them pay for it. Um, poorly times penalties that were momentum drainers, especially the one in the first period. You know, where shots are ten to three, we're in full control, and then we had a California penalty against one of the best power plays in the league, which we did. However, it, it changed the momentum of that period where I thought we were really coming and maybe could have extended our lead. And then you know, it happened similarly in the second period. You kind of get going and another penalty. So some momentum training penalties and then just really sloppy, careless mistakes that end up in our net. Is what Matt raised, so is that the doctor injury? Is it it's something new? Yeah, not new tonight, but new. If Philly had gotten hurt and couldn't play, we might have been able to come in, which you wouldn't have been e-bug in that situation, I believe. How do you think that affected the team at all or Samsonov's games? Well, I put Sammy in a terrible spot. So 
there's that terrible, terrible spot, and then we didn't take care of him when he was in there. We're, like I said, we played a great first period, so uh, I don't think it had effect on the team in that way because I was really happy with our first period. We fell down on the four-on-four and lost our structure there and opened up the middle of the ice on the first goal early. But from there, I thought we were really good in the first period, didn't give up really anything beyond the uh, four-on-four goal. Uh, they didn't have a scoring chance beyond that, and um, we had plenty. So, lots of like for the first period, but clearly from the drop of the puck in the second period, we were not the same team. Six minutes of penalties is too much. Well, I, I think you, I mean, you want to teach, you want to teach your group. I mean, you can't lose like that on home ice. You can't. Don't have a goalie that's been giving us absolutely everything comes in a tough spot and then you 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 uh have a you know play a performance like that in front of him in the second or third period you can't you can't have that so it should be at us but you know we'll, we'll we'll forget about it very quickly as we get a practice tomorrow and another game coming and you know in a couple of weeks time we won't remember anything about this but but uh you know in the moment here there's some things for us to learn about it for sure can have some win by sunday it's going to be difficult i guess sunday by tomorrow yeah, we'll see. The Marty's are away, and then you know we'll get a, a better idea of exactly where everything's at. It's obviously, it happened pretty quickly and right before game time and such. So, um, have had a whole lot, a lot of time to you know get organized on it. But uh, you know we'll have have that for you tomorrow. Legion Mulder and all that. Yeah, new lines tonight. And of course, like you say, he's out for a bit. Bunting's off the ice right off the bat with with new lines and that. So yeah. It's, and obviously you take Austin out, it changes a lot. And then, you know, like, like I said, we were going well the first period and um, the minutes got thrown off quite a bit too and, you know, with the penalties, both on our power play and, and the four minutes, four and four, like all that kind of, you know, threw off the, the uh, threw off the period a little bit. But when we were playing at 5-1-5, five, five, I thought we were excellent. Um, you know, we were hoping you could build on that because I thought there was a pretty good model there. But you know, Ottawa came with a good push to start the period, and and uh, you know we didn't handle that well. Um, responded well, big power play goal against a very good penalty kill. But then from there, I thought we just you, know, you look at the goals. I mean, we were in control of the play in virtually every single one of them. Um, you know, between turnovers or uh, lack of structure and coming back into our zone, and, and the one goal that uh, Matherson got there. Um, those are things that are in our control that normally we do a better job of. No, I just thought they played harder and we didn't we didn't play as well. There is Sheldon Keith, your head coach of the Toronto Maple Leafs. Scott. It is time for you to reveal who your shake of the game is. From the Toronto Maple Leafs, we cannot hear you. So sorry about that. I was going to bring up my shared screen, but I figure just for time consuming, I'm going to just do it without the shared screen. So. I got to give credit where credit is due to Joey Anderson. One goal in the game, plus one, two shots on goal. Did not go to the box, did not have any assists. 
he was plus one. No hits, no blocks, 8.15 total ice time for him. No giveaways, but one takeaway. I feel like he played well enough to deserve a shake of the game. And with that, I'm going to go quickly on my Ottawa guy. And Thomas, you could tell me through your stats that you have who your Ottawa shake of the game is going to go to. But mine is going to go to the goaltender himself, Anton Forsberg. Two goals given up. 31 saves, 33 shots, save percentage of 0.939, 60 minutes played. I think he played pretty well. Well, for me, guys, my Ottawa Senators player of the game or shake of the game for the Senators of Ottawa Goes to Brady Chichak. Two goals, two plus minus, four shots on goal, two penalty minutes. He spent two penalty minutes. He had the ice for 20 minutes and 23 seconds. Blocked one shot. Gave it away once and took it away. And according to the faceoff percentage, he was 45.5% from the faceoff circle. All right, still ahead when we continue in our final segment. It's the game pucks of the game. We will hear from the Maple Leaf side of players. We will hear from some Maple Leafs since we already heard from Brady Kachuk and Thomas Shabbat. And then we will wrap it up with a look ahead and a quick little introduction of some, well, you know what? I mean, you're going to probably hear this when I do Penguins postgame later, but we're going to play Josh Getzoff setting the scene for San Jose versus the Pittsburgh Penguins. All of that when we continue and we put a bow on this show that will be airing on On the Ice and Behind the Benches and Sports for Beginners, the podcast. Yes, be sure to visit the Facebook page for On the Ice and Behind the Benches, HTTPS, www, or colon slash slash, www, dot facebook.com slash thomas sports hockey 2023 for all the latest updates who knows penguins post game sharks and pens could be on on the ice and behind the benches Stay and tuned. i'll send us in the commercial break with the battle of ontario scott but i'll just remind everybody that on the ice and behind the benches his goal is to recap anything that goes on in the nhl so that be the Senators, that be the Leafs, that would be the Kraken. Any of these games will be a part of it. Time for a break. Back in moments. Don't go away because there's more Battle of Ontario post game show with the Toronto Maple Leafs and the Ottawa Senators 
coming your way in just a few minutes. It's the Ottawa Senators and Toronto Maple Leafs Battle of Ontario postgame show on the On the Ice and Behind the Benches podcast. Back with you after this. We'll be right back, Sens Nation and Leafs Nation. It's a hockey night in your city. It is that time of the year again. It is October, hockey fans. And that means that you can expect some hockey content on the Sports for Beginners podcast. If you're a young hockey fan, but you don't know where to go or what to expect when you're at the arena, well, we've got you covered. We'll have some good stuff for you on the podcast. So don't miss Sports for Beginners coming to you live with some great hockey content coming soon. Hey hockey fans, with the hockey season now officially underway, it's about time for all of that hockey content to return to its rightful place. And that's why this is a podcast specifically designed for hockey fans like you. So whether you're driving to work and need some help getting ready for your team before they drop the puck, or driving to the school to learn something new in life, Make On the Ice and Behind the Benches a part of your daily routine on Tuesdays and join me as your host on the podcast as we dive deeper into all hockey conversations with experts who know the game, former hockey players, coaches, and of course, everyone's first enemy, the referees. So get ready for exclusive fantastic, entertaining, fun hockey content on this podcast, and join me, your host, Thomas McGregor, but co-host of the Sports for Beginners podcast, as we take this journey together on everything and anything in the hockey world. On the Ice and Behind the Benches is a neighboring podcast to a Sports for Beginners podcast. That airs episodes every Thursdays, but for us, we air episodes every Tuesdays. And for more information, please visit the Facebook page of our neighboring podcast, the Sports for Beginners podcast Facebook page to be exact. I'm so excited to begin this journey with you, and I hope you hockey fans, old, new, fan or no fan, are ready to join me on this journey as well. That's on the ice and behind the benches with your host, Thomas McGregor, myself, every Tuesdays on all of your favorite podcasting platforms, including Spotify. And if you want early access to early episodes of the podcast upload, you can visit anchor.fm as soon as the episode has already been uploaded onto your favorite podcasting platform. Should there be any delays to its launch, that's anchor.fm for early access on On the Ice and Behind the Benches episodes before they hit your platform. We are currently available on Spotify and air episodes every Tuesday. We've got post and reaction content now, but I am excited to join 
to have you join me on this journey. So don't miss it. And remember, on this podcast, nobody gets icing. sports content from media and fan perspectives alike check out all over the map with me Ali Musa where we discuss anything and everything in the world of sports media and beyond we will even feature non-sports broadcasters subscribe wherever you get your podcasts to learn more please visit http colon slash slash alitechgroup.wordpress.com Take another look with Gerda Felix and Melanie Tadio Malo. Two powerful women of diverse backgrounds having genuine, unique, and uncomfortable conversations that everyone needs to have. Join Melanie and Gerda for conversations about what is missing from human connections. Alright, time to put a bow on this show, Ottawa Senator fans, and... Maple Leafs Nation. It's the post-game show on On the Ace and Mind the Benches, the podcast, and Sports for Beginners, the podcast. And we're back to put a bow on this one with the Battle of Ontario. With that chant, it's time to send you back into the Sports for Beginners and On the Ice and Behind the Benches podcast for the wrap-up of this post-game show between the Ottawa Senators and the Toronto Maple Leafs. Take it away, boys. Welcome back, everybody, to Sports for Beginners, the podcast. I am your host, Scott McGregor, reporting from Mississauga, Ontario. Not too far from where this game went down, which was Toronto, Ontario. It is the final segment of our post-game show special. And with me, as always, for any special that we have, we have Ali and Thomas, but we have Thomas for this one. It is a special Battle of Ontario edition of the Sports for Beginners podcast. Sports for Beginners Battle of Ontario Maple Leaf post game show. So, Thomas, we're coming back here with our game pucks of the game. And our look ahead of the game, which is coming up. But before we get to that, 
we we heard from Sheldon Keefe, so let's hear from some Leaf players before we get into the game pucks of the game. If you'd be so kind as to show that off. And a quick reminder to Penguins fans who are listening to this, if you are listening to this just because you listen to this content and have been listening since we've been covering the Penguins and the Maple Leafs, welcome. But stick around because as we end this show, we're gonna pre we're gonna give you what you may what you may hear on our Sports for Beginners edition of Penguins postgame between the San Jose Sharks and the Pittsburgh Penguins. We're gonna tee that up with the matchup in just a moment. First, let's send you to Thomas and let's hear or and let's see if we have anybody to hear from from Toronto. We do have people to hear from. We have the goaltender, we have Nylander, we have Anderson, and we have Riley. We're just gonna hear from the goaltender. Riley Ander Riley and Anderson. All right. Starting off with the goalie. All right. So after, here is. All right. So after the goaltender and the guys that Thomas mentioned, we will get right in to game pucks in the game of the game. Game pucks of the game. And so okay, let's do game pucks of the game after we hear from one of the players. That way we can hear from the other two players after our game pucks of the game are done. All right, so so in that case, we will do it right after we hear from the goaltender, Ilya Samsonov. Ilya, you have the floor, my friend. I don't know, yesterday. Uh... Just gonna send me a message yesterday, and uh, I know uh, I get a one more game. Be surprised to to, to learn that message. Can you know, help me? I'm sure we played it or that, or we just want to. I was talking with the uh, head coach, with the uh, goalie coach. Uh, I feel okay. Uh, I'm not surprised. Yeah. Uh, yeah. Anything to see? Okay. How do you feel about the workload right now? Like this is your longest stretch with this team. Uh, I feel good. If we don't touch some game today, yeah. Great, first strong game, and uh, a lot of big opportunities for me against uh, the goals. Uh, the players were feeling obviously happy with the way they played in front of you. Just do uh, you to uh, understand that? Or? You know, I don't want to say bad about my teammates or or something. Yeah, uh, we need to head off uh, after this uh, this game. We need to head off tomorrow. Back uh, to hard work and uh, more concentration. We need to. You get some hard practice tomorrow and a good concentration about you. 
Yo, yes, I'm Sona, everybody, from the goaltender of the Toronto Maple Leafs. Stay tuned for the game, puck to the game. All right, stay tuned, and also stay tuned, Penguins and Sharks fans, as you're going to see in our chat, if you're able to see our chat. Stay tuned for Penguins post-game coming your way after the game. We, I will be recapping the game on Sports for Beginners, the podcast, and we may air it on On the Ice and Behind the Benches, the podcast. So if you're a Sharks fan, if you're a Penguins fan, you definitely don't want to miss what you're about to hear after game pucks of the game and the look ahead. But before we get to the look ahead, we're doing game pucks of the game and we are doing a little bit more from Toronto. Penguins post game comes your way after the game in Pittsburgh. One quick one quick final reminder that if you want to get in the conversation with on the ice and behind the benches covering everything from before we drop the puck to recapping every game of the NHL, OHL, you're always free to join our Facebook page on the Ice and Mind the Benches' Facebook page at facebook.com slash Thomas Sports Hockey 2023. Once again, that is facebook.com slash Thomas Sports Hockey 2023. All right. So Thomas weekend, I will be putting a week's worth of episodes in a post for you to know when these episodes will air on the podcast feed. All right. All right. So, Thomas, why don't we start with you for the game, Pucks of the Game? And let's start with Ottawa. So, from the Senators, who is going to get, who is worthy of a game, Puck of the Game from Ottawa tonight? Today? Um, I think I'm going to go with Drake Batterson on this one. Okay, he got a goal. Yes. But I kind of want to see more from him. I don't think I saw the Drake Batterson I'm used to seeing. I think I saw the Drake Batterson that says, I'll just get it one goal, and then maybe my next game I'll get two goals, but I'll get one goal against the Leafs, which is okay. I am a Maple Leafs fan, and I, I hold nothing against him for that reason. These teams are very competitive when it comes to facing each other. So I just feel like he does need a little bit of more chances at the net. Or when he gets chances at the net, you look at his shots, he got three shots on goal. One of them was a goal. And the other were either misses or shot wide of the net. 
but I do think he deserves a little bit more of a pick-me-up here. So that's why he's one of my game pucks of the game. All right. Uh, as far as his as far as his takeaways go, I think I need to see him take the puck away more than he did. He took the puck away once, but I think I need to see more of the takeaways as much as the goals. All right. So how about how about for Toronto? How about for the Maple Leafs? Who who do you feel is worthy of a game puck there? I got to give it to, I, I got to give my game puck. I got to give my game puck to Mark. I think I got I, 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 uh, this was a, uh, this was a tough one actually for the Leafs. There was a lot of things going on with the Leafs last night, but I'm going to give it to Michael Bunting. Okay. Yeah. He didn't get a goal. He didn't get an assist. But he helped his team. He had three shots on goal. Spent four minutes in the box. Was on the ice for about 16 minutes. And 39 seconds. Hit one Ottawa Senator. Gave the puck away once. And he took the puck away once. But again, like I said with Alex DeBrett. No. Excuse me, uh, Drake Batterson. As I said, I feel like you need to get a little bit more of those takeaways. And if you're going to get the puck away, at least make it a reasonable giveaway time. I'm not saying that Michael Bunting and Drake Batterson didn't do well. They had their ups and downs in the game, but I think they had a pretty good game. And it just went in Drake Batterson's uh, favor since it's 6-2 Ottawa instead of 6-2 Maple Leafs. For me, the Maple Leafs, I got to go with Marner. No goals, one assist, uh, no plus minus, six six shots on goal, no penalty minutes, no hits, no blocks. Gave the the puck away twice, but he took it away once. And no hits and no blocks, as I mentioned. He also was on the ice for 22 minutes and 22 seconds. But again, I kind of agree with your statement there. You kind of got to see just a little bit more from them. For Ottawa, I like that pick that you made there with uh, with Drake Batherson, but I'm going to give mine, my game puck, for Ottawa. I'm going to give it to Shane Pinto. No goals for him, one assist. Uh, plus one, one shot on net for him. No penalty minutes, one hit, one block, or sorry, no blocks. 16 minutes and 47 seconds on the ice total. No giveaways and no takeaways. Okay, well, I mean, the team, it, it went in your favor, Shane Pinto. 
the game went in your favor. So we'll see. We'll see what happens. There you have it. There are the game pucks of the game. Represent it to the Ottawa Senators and the Pitt and the Toronto Maple Leafs. I almost said Pittsburgh Penguins. The Pittsburgh Penguins, by the way, battle the San Jose Sharks. And as I said before, coming up soon, we are going to give you a little tidbit of what you are going to hear before I bring you in for the post-game show of Penguins post-game between the Sharks and the Pittsburgh Penguins. But before we get to that, we've got a look ahead to do, and we've got a few other players to hear from. So, Thomas, we'll throw it over to you for those players. All right. You heard from the goaltender. And now you're going to hear from Morgan Riley. And the last player you're going to hear from is William Nylander. But you won't hear from William Nylander until after we've done the look ahead for the Toronto Maple Leafs, who are on a five-game, count it, five-game homestand ending with Boston. And even if that spoiled it a little bit, guess what? Well... We're not just talking about games leading up to the All-Star break for this post-game show. We're talking about games after the All-Star break as well. Morgan Riley, you have the floor. Yeah, I think um, I think you can look at the effort to a certain extent. You can look at execution, turnovers. I think there's lots of things that um, we we didn't do well tonight, and you know, lots of areas where you know we lost to them, not just on the score sheet, but lots of areas. We, so, um, opportunity to. To learn from it, we got two more uh, between now and the break, so we got to make sure that we get the next team. How much of that is perhaps taking a team that's lower in the standings for sharing a bit? Yeah, I mean, I, I don't think that's the case. Um, obviously, we talked about that before. Um, I, I, I truly don't think that's the case. I think when we when we talk as a group in the morning and we prepare for the game, uh, I mean, we're we're completely aware of. About this team, and you know, they have our front, what they have from the skill. You know, their special teams are obviously very good. So, you know, we're not taking anybody. Right? I feel for Ilya. Lately, since Morgan just wasn't supposed to play, and then he's played a lot. He's, he's been our guy. You know, you know he, he's he's been playing great for us. So, um, of course, I mean, as a group, we need to do better job in front of him. You know, it's not on him in any way. It's on it's on the group. And uh, I mean, if you're giving up chances. Odd man, you know, clean looks. Um, 
you know, that's not our goalie. That's not our group in front of the position to better. But he's flying open to even starts, and it just seemed like that was I'm not in on those decisions. That's a coach's job. How does that affect the group when you expect one guy and then just four? It doesn't affect the group at all. You know, our, our, our game plan is the same either way. Um, you know, uh, I mean, they have their own dynamic, but, you know, how we play doesn't change you know, based on who's in the net. So, um, you know, that's not it at all. Uh, his play is not um, an issue at all. I thought uh, he's been battling hard for us. And uh, next tonight, um, you expect the group to be better. Um, you know, not the other two. I think the power play looked a little off. I thought it was good. I, thought, I mean, we moved it around well. Um, I think we were one for three, if I'm not mistaken. Obviously, um, you know, you want you, you look back at the game, if you're able to, to score, um, you know, an, an extra one uh, that could change things. So I think that's our mentality. Um, so that'll be a work in progress. Morgan Riley, everybody. All right. Time for the look ahead. From the Ottawa Senators. Scott, what's coming up for the Ottawa Senators? As I share my screen, a reminder, this is also for after the All-Star break as well so coming up tonight the senators battle the habs as they battle the canadians in montreal in a home and home series go figure they were just in a home and home series against the penguins where they played in where they played in pittsburgh and they played in ottawa of course, they played in Ottawa first, and then they played in, and then they played in Pittsburgh. Speaking of the Canadians and the Senators playing in Ottawa and Montreal, they will play in Montreal before the All Star break against the Canadians at the same time, seven o'clock. You can catch tonight's game on Sportsnet. And if you can find the game, you'll probably be able to get this one on TSN, or you can stream it on the radio networks of the Montreal Canadiens and the Ottawa Senators. Ottawa comes out of the All-Star break with a 12.30 p.m. puck drop against the Oilers in Ottawa and Connor McDavid. So McDavid and the Oilers coming into Ottawa for a 12:30 February 11th start. February the 11th start. It's Connor McDavid and the Oilers taking on Brady Kachuk and the Senators on February 11th. The day after the Super Bowl, the Sens battle the Flames in Ottawa before they head out on the road for the first time out of the All-Star break against the Isle against the Islanders. So just a quick reminder here, the home and home series is a is technically a road trip, but it's a very short road trip. Just like a very short homestand where Ottawa will face the Oilers and Connor McDavid. And then they will face the Calgary Flames. 
And to wrap it up here, they will face the Islanders on February, on February the 14th at 7.30 p.m. To the Toronto Maple Leafs, we go. But before we get to that, here is William Nylander to bring us in. And if we don't hear from Joey Anderson, remember that you can find the post-game show content either on the Toronto Maple Leafs official YouTube channel, Toronto Maple Leafs official YouTube channel, or you can listen to it after they meet with the media on the official Toronto Maple Leafs app or just the NHL Game Center Live app and NHL.com. William, my friend, you have the floor. What are your thoughts on the game? Let's find out. And what was uh, missing tonight? Um, I think we uh, played uh, good in the first period, and then we just fell away from that and um, just won our battles and helped them take over again. What's your sense of why that might have happened? Fatigue, maybe, or just taking your foot off the gas against the team outside the front house? Or... Uh, for sure, I think we took our foot off the gas, and that's unacceptable. So uh, we got to uh, work on that. That's uh, something we got to improve on. Take a while to get used to new lines, and that awesome. Uh, look, I think everybody's playing with everybody at this point, so I don't think that that's uh, an issue at all. Sorry, what do you think? Because we quickly forget it. Instead, we just count too much. Yeah, I mean, we got to go back and look at what what we got to do better. I mean, we got to learn from the loss and improve for uh, for the next game. And did you guys realize that Billy was going in about that? Uh, and Punchal and called the called the lines. Did you guys talk about it in the room right after the loss, or was it just kind of everyone you know what what had happened? No, we talked about it. Like we got to address it and uh, we can get better from that. Feel freely on a night like this for missing playing playing and then give them a lot of support. Yeah, of course. I mean it's uh it's hard maybe coming in like that. And I mean I think he uh made a lot of good saves. We just uh weren't there to help him last night. It looked like maybe it hit Matt with a high shot in one. Did you have any sense that might have affected him at all? Or uh, no, I went up to him and said he was fine after that. So it was uh there's nothing wrong with that shot, I think. There is William Nylander. And now it's time to put a bow on the show. But before we do that, here is what's coming up for your Toronto Maple Leaps. We begin with a wrap on the five-game homestand featuring 
the Washington Capitals coming to Toronto. Toronto. For a five o'clock p.m. start time, you can catch that on TSN and, of course, the NHL Network. You can also hear it on Sportsnet 590 The Fan or TSN Radio Toronto 1050. Moving right along after two days off, it's the finale of the five-game homestand. As we played the Boston Bruins on the eve before the All-Star Weekend, which is the 3rd of February. And of course, the 4th of February with the All-Star Game happening on, I believe, Sunday. We'll get more into details when we close out the show about that. Then it's a home-and-home series between the Columbus Blue Jackets starting in Columbus, Ohio. At 7 o'clock, and then back here in Scotiabank Arena at 7 o'clock, when Columbus comes to town in Toronto, the Chicago Blackhawks then come to Toronto for a home game against the Toronto Maple Leafs as they are hosting the Chicago Blackhawks for E7 o'clock p.m. Eastern time. Puck drop. You can catch that on Sportsnet as well as Columbus is game. Then Montreal is a Saturday night in Toronto as the Canadians and the Maple Leafs play a Toronto versus Quebec battle between the Canadians of Montreal and the Toronto Maple Leafs. We hit the road to the Windy City for the Chicago Blackhawks. Blackhawks. And then we're off to Buffalo after a 6 o'clock p.m. Eastern start time for the Chicago Blackhawks in the Windy City. We'll play Buffalo at 7.30 on Tuesday at 7.30 p.m. 
in Buffalo. And then Toronto comes back home to face the Minnesota Wild as the Wild are welcomed into Scotia Bank Arena. For a seven o'clock start time before Toronto hits the road for what looks like a five game road trip starting in Seattle, ending in New Jersey, as they will face Seattle on Sunday. at 7 o'clock. They will then face the Edmonton Oilers at 8 o'clock. 9 o'clock starts on Thursday against the Calgary Flames. Then it's back to 7 o'clock games with the Vancouver Canucks in Vancouver before a 7 o'clock start with the New Jersey Devils the following Tuesday in March. So not a lot of games in February for the Toronto Maple Leafs, because we've got that home-and-home series between the Columbus Blue Jackets starting in Columbus, Ohio. And then we've only got the Chicago Blackhawks at home. We played them on the road. Plus, we've got the Montreal Canadiens, who we play at home. And then we've got the Minnesota Wild, who we play at home, before heading to Seattle, then Edmonton, then Calgary. Up to Vancouver. And then into New Jersey before we play a Saturday night edition of Edmonton Games. All righty. Well, in if, March. Well, if you're a Pittsburgh Penguins fan, then you know what time it is, because right now we are going to give you the snidbit that you are going to hear before I come back to bring you the recap of Penguins versus Sharks. So without any further ado, as we wrap this up, to take us out on our post-game finale, we'll send it over to Josh Getzoff, the radio voice of the Pittsburgh Penguins and 1059DX. And before you do that, Scott, I'd just like to remind everyone who is Ottawa Senator fans and Toronto Maple Leaf fans, like myself, that you have been listening to 
Toronto Maple Leafs, and Ottawa Senators Hockey on the On the Ice and Behind the Benches podcast and the Sports for Beginners podcast. And until the next time we meet, Leafs Nation, stay safe out there and we will talk to you after the Boston Bruins and the Washington Capitals in the next Toronto Maple Leafs game. It's a double post game show, but it'll come your way on the week after Boston. This game concludes. All right, great stuff. So great. Make that a Thursday at 1 o'clock p.m. launch time where we've got the Washington Capitals recap and we've got the Boston Bruins recap. And if you get it on all the NHL content, remember that nobody on our podcast, On the Ice and Mind the Benches, gets icing post-game, pre-game, or just conversations about hockey in general. It's all covered here on On the Ice and Behind the Benches. I will see you all Tuesday, February 7th, 2023, 10 a.m. Eastern Time on your podcasting platform with another great show for Tuesday pods for for On the Ice and Behind the Benches. And with that, I am your host, Scott McGregor. And although we aren't really listening to Pittsburgh Penguins hockey, I'm going to remind you that as we always remind everybody here on this podcast, on, on the Ice and Behind the Benches, on Sports for Beginners, and on All Over the Map, that it is not goodbye. It is until next time. We'll catch you on the other side, Penns Nation. But as we wrap up, here is the radio voice of the Pittsburgh Penguins, Mr. Josh Getzoff, to send us into our outro music. Pens, Sharks, a battle in the Berg is about to go down at 7 o'clock Eastern tonight in Pittsburgh. It's a battle in the Berg between the Sharks and the Pens. Here is Josh Getzoff, who is the radio voice of the Pittsburgh Penguins and 105.9 The X, the official home of your Pittsburgh Penguins radio network. Josh, you have the floor to send us out. It's always emotional um, against these guys. They're always a good team. They always have to play against. Um, you know, we're here at the point. The point. I think that's the best. Not much more needs to be said. Despite the Bruins and rallying in course overtime, the Penguins fell to the Capitals in a shootout on Thursday night.
full rest for the road-weary San Jose Sharks, who make their way to Pittsburgh, still looking for their first win of an extended road trip following a loss to the Hurricanes in overtime last night. The Penguins look to enter the All-Star break on a high note and stifle a determined San Jose squad tonight. It's the Penguins versus the Sharks. And I'll be with you post-game, after the game. Enjoy the hockey game, everybody. Thank you for tuning in to Sports for Beginners, the podcast with your host, Scott McGregor, for the post-game show slash pre-game show, which always comes before the post-game show. Now remember, fans, follow us on Facebook at our Facebook page, https colon slash slash www.facebook.com slash sports four beginners podcast. Send a message to anchor.fm slash scott McGregor dash sports and follow Scott at Scott McGregor three on Twitter. Let us know what you think about the show. A rating and a review would be nice. But thank you once again for joining us on this podcast for the post-game show. And remember, before the puck drops, before they kick off, before they tip off, before they throw the first pitch, we bring to you the pregame show on Sports for Beginners, the podcast. Thank you so much for listening to the On the Ice and Behind the Benches post-game show on the Sports for Beginners podcast feed. Remember, everybody, on the On the Ice and Behind the Benches to join Thomas every Tuesday for weekly episodes of your favorite ice content from the drop of the puck to hitting the showers. We thank you for joining us.